Easy, thank you. To the Easy Does It Marathon meeting, my name is Shirley, a real recovering compulsive overeater, and your speaker for this meeting. Thanks. Please join me in the serenity prayer. So I like to take a couple deep breaths before I start. Okay. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things so I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Okay. Before we get started, we ask that all cell phones or other electronic equipment be turned off. Even if you think it's off, please make sure. The session is being recorded. All participants are required to sign the release form. To protect our anonymity, no photography, audio, or visual recording is allowed. The opinions expressed here today are those of individual OA members and do not represent Region 2 or Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. Please remember, OA members affiliated with related facilities or other 12-step programs are requested to speak on their recovery in the OA program only. An Ask It Basket will be circulated for the question and answer portion of this session. If there is any press in this room, please respect our anonymity by not taking any pictures, using a video camera, or using our full names. The format for this session is as follows. I will share for 25 minutes, followed by questions and answers for five minutes, followed by open sharing. An Ask It Basket will be passed around. Please place your questions in the basket for our speaker. Okay. The topic for this session is Easy Does It. The speaker for this session is me, Shirley. <laughs> okay. I just want to let you guys know that I actually didn't get any warning from the speaker committee, um, and so I didn't find out until last night um, after 
I had had my dinner. I I saw Nancy at the at the bar. <laughs> Not the bar bar, but the you know um, when the restaurant is really full, then they put people at the bar. And I I said to her, I I go, you know, nobody ever called me to speak or or be the moderator. And she said, well, the only thing I have open are a couple of marathon meetings. And most of the marathon meetings conflicted um, with my service or being at one of the meal functions. And so she said, well, I do have this one marathon. And she said, it's called Easy Does It. And I thought about it. And she goes, I really do need somebody. So I go, well, okay, I guess I could do it, you know. Because I was trying to help her out. So, um, anyway, I'm going to pass around um, some pictures of both um, me and my family. And you'll see on the, the back of the pictures are articles um, that were published by Lifeline. And to qualify, I came into the program on July the 18th, 1992. And these were the pants that I wore. Um, my top weight was 240 pounds. Um, that was what I weighed um, when I gave um, birth to my daughter, Ashley. So, I don't know. You know, I actually thought there was going to be something in uh, Voices of Recovery or For Today that would actually be on Easy Does It. But you know what? There wasn't anything there. So, um, I'm just, I'm just going to kind of um, wing it, as they say. So, what month is this? July. Okay, so last month I celebrated 20 years of back-to-back -back absence in... I've been in program for 22 years, um, which will be um, later this month, July the 18th. And the thing of it is I have released a lot of weight. And sometimes it's 100 
or more than 100, and other times it's smaller amounts. And there are some people in the program I know who've been able to maintain their weight, and the, my problem is I'm not very good at maintaining a, a certain weight, you know. Um, so, I picked out a couple of readings from our literature. And in Voices of Recovery, it's, um, it is only when I give up that I see the answers God puts before me. It is only when I stop trying to control that my life goes smoothly. This is truly one of the greatest paradoxes of program. I was told early on in program that when faced with a paradox, I am looking at a profound truth. To let go is to find. To surrender is the greatest victory. My way has not worked. For my serenity, I need the courage to turn it over to my higher power, asking for the strength to do what I cannot do myself. The strength, the presence of my higher power has always been there in my life, but my love affair with food was the block that prevented me from feeling this flow of power. The more I tried to control my food, the worse it became. By entering OA, by relinquishing my will, by asking a sponsor for help, the miracle became possible. One day at a time, not a cure, but a daily reprieve depending on my willingness to be willing and on my willingness to be teachable. Not very many people, um, including um, the people in my inner group, knew that I was really sick. Um, I had had an, an accident in the bathroom last November. And I waited for hours for my husband to come find me. And I guess it never occurred to me that I could yell for help. Um, and anyway, when he finally came to the bathroom to take a shower, that was when he discovered my body. And I don't actually know what had happened, but somehow um, my body was fell off of the toilet and I hit this wall. And when he found me, um, all he saw was this 
blood. And he wasn't really sure if I was alive. And so he, he called out to me, um, and I, I actually answered him. And so he wanted to know what he should do. He goes, should I call out 911? And I go, yeah, I think you should. And it was difficult. Somehow, um, I sort of uh, crawled out from from where I was um, with the toilet and the wall, because I was kind of wedged in there. And I had injured my neck and everything. But I, I didn't really have the strength to stand up and walk. And I couldn't even push my weight, so I would be standing up. And the parent somehow um, I was able to crawl. I think I crawled out or did something. Um, but anyway, I was in a position. Uh, in my bedroom so that when the paramedics came, they could deal with me. And so my husband and my youngest daughter were watching, and they had asked me a bunch of questions about my health and my condition in the house. And they asked me if I felt safe in the house with my husband, which seemed like a strange question. Um, and anyway, they eventually carried me off on the stretcher and uh, took me to Stanford. And I was there for like five days. And I really hated being there because I have really bad veins. And you have to be really good in order to get blood out of me. And so when I was in the ER, um, they had all these nurses, and, and each nurse claimed they were really good. And so there would be a nurse on each arm. And my arms were black and blue, you know, and... And then uh, they tried for the neck, and then they went into the breast. It was, it was the most horrible thing I've ever been through. But they 
finally found a person who, who was very good. And if it hadn't been for that person, I don't know what I would have done, you know. Um, but, you know, and the whole time while, while these nurses were poking me with these uh, needles and stuff, I was praying. I was saying the serenity prayer because I had to trust that God would take care of me because, you know, there wasn't anything I could really do. And I ended up being there for like five days. And they did all these tests on me. And... Finally, the doctors, the doctor sent me home. I was like, I had to see all these different specialists, and I was on all kinds of medication, and they had to change my food plan and all this stuff. So everything was going along pretty good. And something happened, and my um, blood had to be tested again. And so my husband said, well, I think we we better take care of this. And... It was on Thanksgiving Day. And I didn't really want to do it. You know, I didn't really want to have to go and see somebody. But because of the lab work that they did, the doctor called us um, on Thanksgiving when we were about to eat dinner. Okay, this lets you know that I'm really a compulsive overeater. Um, His family was there, and I... Ten minutes, okay. I'm sorry, I'm going so slow. Um... And the truth of it is, I didn't really want to go and uh, I didn't want to go back to Stanford. I really didn't. And my husband's uncle was sitting there across from me and he was telling me that he thought I should go back. And he was trying to convince me how, about how good-looking the nurses were and everything. But um, it was, oh, man, you know. But the thing of it is I did get a Thanksgiving dinner before I went to the hospital. And, um, and they... 
they looked at the results and stuff, and they decided that I needed to have a blood transfusion. And by the time they made that decision, it was so late in the evening that they decided I had to stay over. And it actually turned out that the blood transfusion was a really good thing for me. But at the time, you know, I really didn't want to do it. Um, so, okay. I've gotten way off topic with this. Easy doesn't. Okay, we have we have a lot of slogans in in program. And there's one about the symptom is physical. The problem is emotional and the solution is spiritual. And for me, how's my time? Seven minutes. Seven, okay. Besides being a compulsive overeater, I'm also being treated for a couple of other medical situations. One is I'm a bipolar. And then the other one is um, my doctor treats me for high, high blood pressure. And she's also monitoring me for, for my weight. And, you know, as you can see from some of the pictures, um, my weight is, was all over the ballpark. And I wish I could say, you know, that I figured it out, you know, that I found this food plan, it works perfectly, and... You know, because when I, I see some of the women here in program, also here this weekend, it's like, I wish. I wish I could have their, their body, you know. Um, I could have their life. But the truth of the matter is... Um, that's not me. And recently, I was 
thinking about what that was and it seems like I have these old memories or hallucinations from when I was very young and it's like well maybe I haven't fully forgiven myself or gotten to that place where all is well with me you know and I just have to trust that somehow um, my higher power will help me to get to that place and I don't know when that will be but my husband has taught me a lot about love and also a couple of the sponsors I've had including the one that I have right now and I, I do a lot of writing, I do a lot of praying and meditating. Actually, um, after I went to the bathroom, I decided to go into the meditation room. And that was, that was really nice, you know? It's um, small and it's quiet. And... A friend of mine who, who actually brought me here to the convention yesterday, um, I was watching her. She was in there meditating. And This is a. I'm gonna read part of um, something that I found in Overeaters Anonymous, the second edition. I won't read the whole thing to you, but this says. Only God can do that instantly, and if I'm absent, my weight is exactly what God wants it to be today. Weight is not the problem. Life is the problem, and I work on that through the 12 steps and daily contact with my God. Um... I could talk about my HP for a really long time. I do a lot of um, writing that's been published in Lifeline. And and 
And I really enjoy doing that. You know, because there was a time in my life when when the teachers made it obvious that I wasn't a good writer. But, you know, now I can see that I am a pretty good writer. You know, and I would also like to write some books. But right now, I haven't gotten to the point where I can sit there and focus on my writing. My, my sponsor is actually an excellent text writer, and she's... Okay. And she's uh, very good at editing. Okay, so that's my 25. Okay. Well, I guess, uh, thank you. Well, I was figuring, how was I going to fill up the time? But um, I guess HP said, well, I think that's good. Okay. So, okay. Um, thank you. Okay, I'm also going to pass this around. This is the 10-minute chips, and there's also the OA pocket reference for members. So, if you want it, just take it. Okay, there's only one question. <laughs> okay, the question is, please describe your absence. Okay. My absence. My absence is different than most people. Well, because basically, if you look at how OA has defined absence, um, I see it as the boundaries, the boundaries around food and eating. It, it has nothing to do with whether or not I eat um, flour and sugar, or protein, or whatever. And so, um, Because of the blood thing, um, I have to eat a certain amount of kale and green vegetables. 
and um, protein and fruit. That's pretty much um, the foods that I eat. But I don't really consider um, what I eat that it has anything to do with my abstinence. You know, um, I think everybody has to decide for him or herself what's healthy. And And it takes a while to figure that out, you know. Um, I've, I've been on all kinds of diets and food plans, and some of them work and, and some of them don't, you know. My husband had mentioned to me about the stuff on the... Um, info commercials and he goes well when was the last time you ordered something from the info commercial and it actually worked you know and it took me a long time to come up with something but you know, he's right. Anyway, um, so I don't know if that helps the person who asked the question. Okay. So... The next thing it says is we will now have three-minute shares. P please stick to the topic and stop sharing at the end of the three minutes. You must sign the release form before sharing. Well, I'm going to guess that this piece of paper is the release form. So when you come up here, just sign it and then just share whatever you want to say regarding the topic for this marathon. So who wants to go? Okay, come on up. So sign it. Hi, my name is Bill. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Bill. Hi, we had a moment of serenity in here, and I just wanted to memorialize it by talking a little bit about it because we've all been through this. When we lost our keys, we lost our iPhone, we lost our iPad, we lost our purse. You know, we lost our purse. And, and it's easy to be easy, does it, when you lose your damn purse or you lose your wallet. All of a sudden, like, yeah, I'm easy. Like, what the hell's the thing? I don't my God. God, I've got my disc. I'm like, charge card. Should I call it? And anyway, uh, it was mentioned at lunch that some lady had lost her purse. And then someone happened to notice a bag that had been laying over there all day. And word went out. And the lady came in, and guess what? 
she got her purse, you know, and all of a sudden it's, <sighs> and I know you've all felt that same thing. And in the, in the uh, uh, for today, December 13, it says, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. So I was blind, but now I see. You know, and that's, that's like, oh, I was lost out there. I was, I was really looking for the solution. What is the damn solution? You know, I'm smarter than the average bear, but I could not handle food. It kicked my ass, and I couldn't handle it. Uh, I'm also alcoholic, and I quit on my own because I'm tough. But uh, food, I could not beat. And someone gave me a flyer about Overeaters Anonymous, and it said abstinence. You know, three, it said for three moderate meals a day with nothing in between, but lower no calorie beverage. And I thought, son of a bitch, that's it. I never thought of that before. Hallelujah. I'm lost, but now I'm found. And I went to my first OA meeting. Uh, it'll be 30 years uh, in, in January. But serenity, peace. Thank you. Oh, sign the form. I signed. You did sign yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't. No, not too good. I was sitting here. Thank you, Shirley, for your share. Um, what I got from that is, you know, even though we've been here a while, we still are challenged, and we still I still need to learn about Easy Does It, and sometimes things are out of our control, even though, you know. Um, this is my 24th year, and uh, I'm still... Uh, still being challenged with easy does it. Um, what seemed easy before I got in the program is absolutely not going to work today for food or food plan. And what I thought would work for me when I got in here does not work today. And I will just say when I first got in here, I had a dear, a dear OA friend and I, we made a pact. We would never weigh and measure our food. And guess what? That's what works for me today, easy. <laughs> And I, I was fighting and scratching over that one, and that is what works for me today. I hate to say it. Um, I'm still – the food isn't such an issue, but life is, and um, it's tough. And I still have a lot of ego and a lot of work I need to do. But um, th this is really the only place I have found how to do easy does it by listening to other people. And I think there's some old, old people wisdom in there too. But anyway, so that's it for me. Thank you. Who else? Do you want to share, Katie? Got a couple minutes. Yeah, not why not? Okay. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. Do do do. Okay, my name is Katie. I'm a compulsive overreader. Hmm. Hi, everybody. Sure, thanks for stepping up at the last minute and sharing. I know it can be a little, but hey, you did it. So great. Um, easy does it. I, I came to this because this is a challenge for me. And, um, you know, um, without getting melodramatic, I've had a very melodramatic year. And um, with good, good stuff, good positive fun stuff, and some negative not-so-fun uncomfortable stuff. Um, good huge mix of that. Without going into it, it's a dramatic year and my poor sponsors just listen to me cry and talk and complain and you know I've written written inventories and you know blah 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 and you know um, what comes up is we relax and take it easy um, I, I'm gonna mess up the quote but it's pretty much when we don't know what to do we relax and take it easy and um, 
you know, I had a little epiphany a few weeks ago about like, that doesn't just mean we kind of just sit and like, ah, breathe, which may be what we need to do. But sometimes, sometimes, sometimes taking it easy could be an action. I'm going to go sit in the bathtub. That's why I'm going to go take it easy. I'm going to go take a nap. That's why I'm going to go take it easy. I'm going to go ask for a hug, give her some support, talk it out with somebody. That's why I'm going to take it easy. Because sometimes just sitting there in my head, oh, yeah, I need to let this go. It ain't happening, ladies and gentlemen. I just can't will that. And you know what I mean? I can't will that to happen. So um, it's great to be here. I'm glad you guys are all here. And um, I guess that's it. Thank you so much. Yeah, because everybody who comes helps me get one more day. That's it. Hi, everybody. I'm Carolyn. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, For me, um, easy does it is not so easy. Um, I um, struggle with um, my plan of eating. I struggle with abstinence, and I have this idea that I have to define it, which is why I always ask people what their abstinence is. What does it mean? What does my abstinence mean? How do I know if I'm abstinent? Um, I've been struggling with that for three years. And um, what I've come to is um, I know when I'm not abstinent. That's very clear. And it's tricky because this disease is so cunning and powerful that um, my disease will tell me that it's okay and that I'm abstinent when I can look back later and say that I'm not. Um, But one thing that easy does it means for me is that I don't have to fix everything. I don't get to fix everything. I don't get to fix anything, actually. Um, That I have to let things go um, on a continual basis. Um, And that's, that's really hard. I have to decide not to fix things for myself and for other people. Um, And I do that um, mostly through um, prayer, um, mostly by giving it to God um, and taking a deep breath. Um, so it is an action. It is an action to, to take it easy and to let it go. Thank you. Okay, it is now time to close this session. Let's thank all who have done service for this session. Please stand and join hands as we close with, what should we close with? The what?